Voice of St. Louis original podcast. Our news team's been out covering what's been happening across the St. Louis area, and we bring it to you in the STL All Local. Our top local story on this Tuesday, June 6th, to appeal or not to appeal. That is the question for homeowners in St. Charles County facing higher property tax assessments this spring. County Assessor-elect Travis Welge says one way to appeal is to bring in pictures of your home's hidden faults. So if they have something, the basement cracks, you know, you know, they cause foundation issues, you know, they do have deferred maintenance. We can't see if they have you know, something wrong with the deck on the back of their house. Some 3,000 St. Charles County property owners are already appealing their assessments this spring. The deadline to do so is the second Monday in July. Two years ago, 24% of those who appealed won lower assessments. Well, this is a big problem. Madison County State's Attorney Tom Hain talking about criminals fleeing police. His concern is the charge of aggravated fleeing and eluding is a Class 4 felony. Hain wants to see that increase. been advocating to our local legislators and to the governor to um, consider raising that felony to a much higher felony because, you know, it, it's a serious life-threatening situation, and the law should reflect that. In 2021, an officer was hit by a fleeing suspect on the McKinley Bridge and killed. That driver was found guilty of first-degree murder. Charging and aggressively prosecuting these crimes, at least in Madison County, and and we're trying to put the word out, do not flee from the police. You will face additional prosecution and, and, and strict prosecution if you do because you're placing everyone at risk. Debbie Monterey, KMOX News. It's been a week since Gabe Gore took over as the new St. Louis Circuit Attorney. Job number one, rebuilding the staff. KMOX's Kevin Colleen. The Circuit Attorney's Office in St. Louis has gone from being a place that was radioactive to have on your resume to suddenly attractive. They say there's a, a spirit of resurgence. The phone is ringing. They've hired four senior staff members since Kim Gardner left. Former Chief Homicide Prosecutor Mary Pat Carl, former Chief Trial Assistant Marvin Tier, and longtime prosecutors Stephen Capizzi and Terrence O'Toole. The Circuit Attorney's Office says they are now going through the backlog of cases left over from the Gardner era to prioritize which ones need immediate attention. An O'Fallon, Missouri man who just a few minutes earlier had been pulled over for speeding and not wearing a seatbelt by Maryland Heights police is now accused of a road rage shooting in St. Charles County that left a woman with a bullet wound to the hand. St. Charles County Prosecutor Joe McCullough says why he opened fire on the woman's car is not clear. No idea at all. Um, The woman was just, uh, she was actually behind him and then she went around, you know, to pass him, and he fired shots at her. The suspect, 39-year-old Dustin Duke, is charged with several felony counts and being held on a million dollars bond. Our broadcast partner, Fox 2, has an exclusive interview with the woman who was shot tonight at 10. Over 20 states, including Missouri, still have the death penalty, but many opponents say it's not having a deterrent to crime. Mary Fox is the director of the Missouri Public Defender System, and she does not believe in the death penalty. It is never appropriate that we need to stop executing people. You know, we, um, as a state, there is no safety need any longer for us to execute folks so that uh, the community can remain safe. That's where the death penalty came from. Fox says in the case of Michael Tyus, if Missouri did not have the death penalty, he would have received a sentence of life in prison without the possibility of parole. Maria Kina, KMOX News. Another fire at the old Jamestown Mall this morning. The Blackjack Fire Chief says it appears to be a number of small fires, which are out now, but at one point you could see smoke coming from different places in the mall. The chief says they're investigating a cause. The mall caught fire back in April and has been closed for a 
decade. Cedar Hill Fire says a man was caught under a building he was working to demolish this morning. This is Stuart McMillan at the scene of where a garage of sorts has collapsed at a property off a gravel road here in Cedar Hill. And one person was injured, about a 50-year-old man. He was taken to the hospital with non-life-threatening injuries. They had used the jaws of life to lift up the portion of the building where he was pinned under to get him out. And it took about 10 to 15 minutes. Golf's big feud is over. The Saudi Arabia-controlled Live Golf is merging into a joint business venture with the PGA and European Tours. The PGA's commissioner will assume that role, but the Saudis will be a big investor and take the chairman's position. KMOX Golf editor Dan Reardon was asked, what about those golfers who passed on Live's big checks? They stuck with the PGA and spoke out against the Saudis. Quite honestly, these guys are all entrepreneurs, they're all businessmen. If enough dollars are out there, they, they can surrender a little of the morality. And, and the Saudis are going to have minimal kind of presence. Their presence is going to be purely at the corporate level. The KMOX business desk, are supply chain issues still a thing? We asked Peter Goger, who works with OEC. The company handles transportation globally. You know, the economy has cooled a little bit since the times during COVID. A lot of the demands that's registered to buy products that people were you know, hoarding, I guess, while they were at home has has seen a, a pretty sharp decline. Goger is based in St. Louis. He says transportation hiccups do occur, especially work stoppages over labor deals right now at major ports. The news continues on KMOX. KMOX goes in-depth. The U.S. Transportation Command at Scott Air Force Base in the Metro East was just given the task of moving all the bulk fuel for our military all over the world. The Brookings Institute discussed the exhaustive mission Transcom has with their commander, General Jacqueline Van Ovost. She says Transcom, based at Scott, moves everything from military equipment, supplies, personnel, and their families to guns and ammunition. So in any given day, every three minutes, there's a takeoff and landing. About 455 sorties of air a day. About 33 ships are sailing every day. Uh, I said about 1,500 uh, household goods properties on the move every day, almost 300 train cars on the move every day, right? So, you know, planes, trains, and automobiles, we have it about, about 1,200 trucks a day are on the road for us. So it, it is, it's quite formidable. And, and when I think about two thirds of our military force are in the Garter Reserve. So I require uh, extensive volunteerism to ensure our job gets done every day. And, and they're such, such great partners. And 90% of our passengers move by our commercial partners. And in wartime, 90% of our, uh, of all the equipment will go on commercial sea lift. We all know about the U.S. supporting Ukraine in defending itself against Russia. General Van Ovost says it's been Transcom getting that support into place. The security assistance that we have provided Ukraine, along with 40 other nations, has been substantial, right? Over a million rounds of 155 ammunition, like 1,500 air defense systems, 330 artillery systems. These are major end items plus everything it needs to support. Because just because you have a system doesn't mean it can actually fire anything or do anything without radars and support. And then, of course, the training that's being done uh, in and around Europe for, for the Ukrainians, which would also take part in by moving, by moving them around. So our support to them has been substantial. We are, we are so honored to be able to support them in their fight against na the naked aggression of Russia. And they have used this security assistance and this humanitarian assistance 
to great effect. The Metro East-based Transcom commander notes commercial transport companies also play a big role in national defense when it comes to moving people, equipment, and supplies. It's their militarily usefulness to us, and they're, they're absolutely willing to support us. I think their, their highest tempo, what I call their go-to-war strategy for UPS and FedEx, is Christmas. Every year they spike at Christmas, whether it's, you know, it's passengers or freight cargo. Uh, the, the airliners, they, they scale. They, they scale to about five times their normal flights to support their war called Christmas. I have to scale over 10 times in a global conflict to support the globe. Uh, and so to be able to manage conflict and, and that scale, uh, it really requires data an understanding of the resources, what needs to be moved, what's the most effective way to do it, uh, military, commercial, and allies and partners. And how do I bring all of that together and make sense of it and decide and act uh, so that I can meet national security objectives. And looking forward, the general sees technology playing a growing role in military logistics. Boeing's autonomous air refueling plane being developed in the St. Louis area is just one example. I think the future for autonomous capabilities and logistics is is it's wide open. I think about, you know, in the future, do we need to have a crew in an air refueling airplane or an aircraft that's just carrying cargo? I mean, and the, and the future is here with respect to ships, as you see some of them are autonomous right now you know, and autonomous barges that move just, you know, class one or class three around, you know, and those kind of force multipliers. And then, of course, UAVs, we're doing some experiments uh, with that. The Navy is with respect to being able to do smaller package movements out to ships so they don't have to come into port because coming into port has a series of threats on its own that we could alleviate by, by delivering at sea. So, I, you know, when we think about how do we leverage the best, you know, we want to be fast followers with you know, the likes of FedEx and UPS, uh, but also our, our unique ability to do air refueling uh, and support, you know, with with on, on sea lift, autonomous sea lift. And when it comes to military logistics going into the future, General Van Ovost says things are looking up, literally. Yeah, space logistics, it's a thing. So we work with the Space Force and the Air Force Research Lab uh, on what we call rocket cargo. How would you use rockets for point-to-point -point transportation and when would that be a good business case for what reason would you do that and so we've entered several uh, non-binding uh, research agreements with about five companies to look at the logistics of space logistics that's general jacqueline van ovost of scott air force base as she spoke today with the brookings institute about the mission of the metro east based u.s transportation command Thank you for listening. You can always subscribe and stay up to date automatically. STL All Local on your favorite podcast app.